Hello, and welcome to episode three of Silver and Steel, our brand new D&D adventure right here on D&D Beyond. We have a wonderful show lined up for you today. I am your DM, That Bronze Girl, and we I am joined by a, a wonderful cast. I was going to say we are a wonderful cast, and I was like, I should probably Bing. chill. Yeah, we are. No, we are. We are. Absolutely. Yeah, it's verifiable. I mean, Megan is lovely. It is true. Yeah. It's really it's Megan that puts it over the top. It's you and it's Megan. True. Like that, the, the rest, the guys. rest of us, we sort red of hair. Most yeah. of it from Callie. Yeah, Lauren like the, re- leave. the rest of us have spent our social capital here. Really, honestly, it's the two of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, why don't we go ahead and introduce ourselves and uh, take it away, Lauren? Who are you? What do you do? And who do you play? I'm Lauren Urban. You might know me as Oboe. I'm the community manager for D&D Beyond. And today I'm going to be playing Callie Zafrab, your friendly knife wielding warforged. B. Dave. B. Dave Walters. I say words about things. I am playing the lucky boy, my halfling Freely, who is a halfling out of time and space. (laughs) (laughs) Megan. I'm Megan Kenrick, and I will be playing Sophius, and I'll be cooking, cleaning, and maybe I'll do a little bit of killing. I don't know. We'll see how the day goes. (laughs) And Todd. I'm Todd Kenrick. I'm the creative manager over at D&D Beyond and uh, married to the wonderful Mrs. Megan Kenrick. (laughs) And we've got a great show lined up for you today, especially after the shenanigans of last week. And also every single time myself or one of our players rolls a 20, we'll be giving away a legendary bundle in the chat. Thank you so much for joining us here today. We're so excited to play. But before we do, we have an awesome comic to roll so roll the clip i was gonna say it. my favorite part about this is the way avrin and freely are looking at each other yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, that's totally... a real mood in the background <laughs> the vast majority of the comics are like yeah this is funny but what's going on in the background like, are they okay <laughs> what gets me is are how okay? sad callie looks <laughs> yep it's true she looks my so heart. utterly disappointed know. you know there's a reason that warforged they might not be able to move their mouths but they do have eyebrows and that's why We'll we'll get you a real knife, I promise. I have a real knife. I have several, actually. <laughs> that's that's terrifying. What? Wait, that's in the terrifying. real life or? I mean, uh, por que no los dos? Yes, although none of them are nearby to grab, and now I feel bad about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all, my knives are, all my knives are out of reach right now, too. We should move the arsenals closer to our streaming setups. Lauren. Or maybe we just Definitely. need sentient butter. That, yeah. Well, well, wait, if we have sentient no. butter and no. then you're cut. Cutting yeah, that can be a sidekick damage. The last thing I need is the butter like screaming as I'm eating it because I do it anyway. I think we need a butter construct. God. And then so that we- way you can cut through the butter construct. To the DMs yeah. Guild. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> last time we went adventuring, our wonderful intrepid crew found themselves, well, let's see, in quite a few different situations. <laughs> <laughs> If we cried, we plopped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hot on the trails of a missing caravan, you found yourselves uh, in a slow, lazy river that you waded across, caught catfish in, got enleached. Is that mm-hmm. the, correct, the correct word? We'll go with that. Enleached in and um, came across some lo- local color that dealt uh, psychic damage to Todd in particular. Not even the character, but the player Todd. <laughs> yeah, I was triggered. <laughs> yeah, that was, he really likes those accents. That was way too much my hometown. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, it's all right. No, it's fine. Totally okay. <laughs> it's definitely making me rethink my accent. No, no, you're you don't say. <laughs> <laughs> 
I am actually from Arkansas. I will deploy it. No, yeah, please, yeah, yeah. please, no. Can you? Yeah. Um, the local color was dispatched post haste, and yeah, you camped for the night. I forget. Did we? Did we roll hit die and heal and all that? We did good? not, because no, I am still not. injured okay. and still yeah. spent things. So let's do some of that housekeeping now. I know Callie has some special things she does during her downtime, and so let's let's get all of that rolled out of the way. Um, I'm assuming you're taking a long rest. If you would allow it. Yes, yes of course. Let's do so the fun Excellent. thing about my long rest is that uh, I only need six hours, and I don't actually sleep. I just, uh, when you take a long rest, you must spend at least six hours in an inactive, motionless state rather than sleeping. In this state, you appear inert, but don't, but it doesn't render you unconscious and you can see and hear as normal. So I think we were all getting into the cart. Mm -hmm. And so Callie would position herself at the end of the cart, the opening, facing outward, seated, and then you just hear her go, and her eyes kind of dim. Okay. And then for six hours, she is just sentry- out the wind the the back of the cart did you move <laughs> no <laughs> okay okay not unless you ask me to because i am very i'm aware of my surroundings i'm just hard at work healing the various injuries from that giant weapon sir if you won't be needing me i'll power down for a while yeah i would hit you with oh actually i think i was out of spells actually never mind i was gonna say i'd heal you before i went but i'm pretty sure i'd spent everything actually so i wouldn't i would just say the the only thing uh that i think is relevant to the recap is freely buried the silver nearby uh he yes. buried he buried mm -hmm. the bars but he left the boxes filled with like rocks and stuff so they still be I heavy if somebody picked them up and they, yeah, I remember that. I'm feeling very well. I'm a little apprehensive because apparently we killed somebody's spouse. <laughs> one of the somebody. One of them didn't make it, and then they mentioned that their wife is mm -hmm. going to be very upset. Mm -hmm. Also, I'm super proud of myself for not killing the other guy. Sounds. Like I think a it was Georgie. Yep. Yeah. Georgie. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Yes. Yep. There might uh, be an angry widow somewhere. Great. <laughs> Overhearing that, Kelly will power back up for a moment and be like. I am watching the exits, and I will alert everybody if I do see anything. Thank you, Kelly. Sure thing. Have a good rest. <laughs> good night. <laughs> okay. She doesn't not... need. She doesn't need to make that noise. Like she just actually makes it because she's learned that other people need to know that she's gone. She could do it completely silently. She's just. She's learned people need to know that she's gone into this mode. So you actually <laughs> hear her make that noise verbally, essentially. Is it like how they program robots to blink so it's not unnerving? A uh, little bit, yeah. Although she, that she doesn't care about and does not blink. Oh, yeah. Callie doesn't blink. Interesting. No, so Callie's no. just yeah her, all the time. The light in her eyes does dim when she does this sentry mode, but she does not blink. Okay, blinking she does not would be really. Sleep. She waits. The exact. Ooh, yeah, yeah. I like that. Like Chuck Norris. Ominous. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Chuck Norris waits like Kelly Zafrab. Exactly. Yo. Mm. So, are you all? Does has, has everybody all topped off on their health and spells? Mm -hmm. All rest. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. We're yeah yeah. Abrin's so, doing all kinds of weird things, adjusting his armor and stuff like that, and complaining about warlocks and other things. Uh, <laughs> Freely after, snoring loudly. <laughs> Sophia's removes this huge heavy bag and just like plops it onto the ground and just takes a nap next to it. Okay. <laughs> after six hours, I will pull out a book. And I will write my letter to my dad. And then I will just continue to sit there, be sentry. Awesome. And this is a very special book, isn't it? 
yeah so she's not hiding it um and so as the sun is coming up you might even see her writing in it but it's a letter to her dad and it will send that letter to her dad in the book and then she can hopefully get a response so we'll mm -hmm. see what what her dad has to say yeah all right the sun comes up you are uh you come to to the sound of chirping birds and, and gentle sun shafts filtering through the trees uh, above you and it is a cold crisp morning what do you do you have a few leads if you wanted to track down the two people that brought the silver shipment here you're also not far from town if you wanted to go up to what the local locals refer to as henge and um yeah you have a few different avenues available to you here right right so henge is that the place where the hmm, the people came from <laughs> <laughs> I believe so. I believe that is where um, they said that they were from. They're... That's where they said they were kicked out of. Oh, they were kicked out of Henge. <laughs> oh, I thought they were kicked out of Argent uh, and made Henge. Okay. Oh. No, no. They were yeah, they they talked about how they were kicked out of the local town and so that's why they had taken up in the woods. I also thought they'd been cast out of Argent and set up Henge, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. That's ooh, uh, that's a different. Creepy shanty town. Right. So we were we're supposed to track down what happened to these people, right? Or were they, or were they only really concerned about the silver? It seems like the thing, the heroic thing would be go find the people, right? Is that what uh, good people do? I'm, I'm not completely clear on it. I can't verify that that would be the heroic thing to do. Yes, we should oh. go look for those people. Because maybe, like, at least we'll know somebody wanted them out of the way and it wasn't about the money. So there might be some risk to the town that you as council people should probably know about. Oh, that's right. That's what we got voted for. Mm. Mm. So, yeah. uh, Avon, as council people, I think that uh, we should pay our respects to uh, Georgie's wife. Very angry wife. Uh, I no, I don't think so. I don't, don't think we need to talk to them anymore. No. I think we're done. No I think we're done. Yeah. Uh, okay. I think no. I think killing Georgie was probably a mouthful. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, if he starts a mouthful, I don't know if he does. So um, we have two thumbs down, Kelly. What do you think? <laughs> Is it required of me to go and tell the widow of the person that I've killed that I've killed them? Not at all. <laughs> I mean, I tempting. <laughs> I don't see any reason why I would do such a thing, but if you think that it's the right thing to do here on the surface, I'm more than happy to go and let her know that I'm the one that she can look for vengeance for. Right. Oh, we are the ones she can look for vengeance for. I did set him on fire. <laughs> Unless, am I misunderstanding? Do I need to actually go kill this widow in order to prevent her from coming and it's dispatching us? Well, if we're being not, very logical about this, I would say absolutely yes, kill her, but let's not right. do that. No, no this <laughs> revenge begets revenge because then their kid's going to grow up and want revenge later. Like, no, trust me, just uh, leave it. I, I agree. I see no reason that we need to kill her unless she does come after us, but I also see no reason to prompt that. Right. Okay. Well, wait. Why don't we split the difference, Sophius? <laughs> Let's go find the guards, and then on the way back, stop by Hinge because Georgie will still be dead, and she'll still be mad. That's true. It or sounds like she's a plan. going to find us. So, because we killed her husband. It is more of a morbid curiosity. Oh. I just want to see who this woman is. But we can go and find the guards. <laughs> we'll hit him on the way back. Okay. Yeah. So you said about looking for the two guards of the of the sh caravan shipment yeah we were given very basic mm -hmm. directions and a and a they're down there camped out kind of thing so okay yeah let's see why don't you give me a let's do let's do a survival check 
Oh, I'm also going to, as as we pile out of the cart, I'm going to activate the telepathic link for everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is not terrible. That's a dirty 20. Oh, nice. There we go. So yeah, we, we now are all telepathically linked once again. All okay. of us. Great. So well, freely, technically just oh, natural really... 20, actually. Hey. Oh, nice. hey. oh that means land. somebody gets a legendary bundle. That's yeah. a good way to start the day, right? Yeah. <laughs> Cheers. Very exciting. I'm going to say that Freely and Averin are both together, kind of using triangulating uh, where the locals told you that they saw the two people camping out. And then also examining, you know, the trail and stuff. You're able to uncover some pretty old tracks and also see some evidence of people that have maybe cleared out some of the local, like you just notice there's less underbrush and deadwood in this area. It's obviously been collected repeatedly over time, probably for a campfire for cooking. You have a pretty good idea where you think these people might be camped out. I, I realize, especially with my dirty 20, having a pretty good idea and his natural 20, him even having a better idea. And he's mm-hmm. actually doing a, a great job at this. I just sort of, I'm like, um, <clears throat> Avery, that was uh, that's pretty good back there in in the fight. You know, so Hansy, you did a, you did you did a good job, man. <clears throat> yeah, I'm great at killing people. Yeah, well, no, but then you like unkill. Oh, you mean like unkilling him? Yeah, right, that yeah. part. That's new. That's a yeah. new thing I'm doing. Well, I mean, sometimes it like it works out. So you know, just uh, keep doing the thing you're doing, which are words I've never said to you ever. So, hey. <laughs> And that, then warms, very, that really warms my heart. <laughs> and then realizing that our happy moment cannot last, I very much go back to, oh, yeah, I have footprints. You see that? It's, uh, maybe, they, maybe they went that way. Yeah, this is way awkward for me. So can we continue? No, because right, right I was kind of like yeah. your god slash warlock patron. And, I mean, uh, god is strong. God is strong. <laughs> I just like followed it to I am very strong, freely. <laughs> it's true. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm glad I could give you faith again. You know, you're, 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 you did a great job following this path. It's a, you, you did a great job not killing that guy. You know, we're, we're, we're moving in the right direction. Let's just literally move in the right direction. We're literally moving in the right direction. You're right. And as you're moving in the right direction, you don't even have to really take much effort to consider yourselves. You come upon two people. Like I said, you rolled a natural 20. You know exactly where they are. You're able to figure it out pretty quickly. Washing their clothes in a small creek nearby that has not dried up with the drought. And they're arguing amongst the two of them. They look a little bit worse for wear. They don't look hurt, but they look like they've been out here for a little bit, roughing it. Can I try and listen in? Maybe perception? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Give me a roll. I would like to join in on that. Okay. That is an 18. All right. And when we spot them, anything I, over a 13. I do give back through the psychic link that, that we found the guys in you know where we are. Okay. I only got a 10, so when I hear that, she Kelly stops and mm-hmm. doesn't get close enough to hear because now she is doing the thing and where she hears that from Freely, and so she's got to send that to Sophia's, send that mm-hmm. to Avrin, and then contact Freely back. And yeah. every once in a while, being that triangulation, triangulation yeah. is really hard. You're a little distracted. You're a wireless router. It works. <laughs> Sometimes. And sometimes I can't move when I'm doing it. You so. literally rebooted last night. So like this like is all on brand. Mm. This uh, isn't disconcerting at all. Freely creeps forward a little bit. And your your hearing is very uh, astute, I should say. You're, you pick up little pickets of information or little uh, snips of conversation. And um, you hear one of, the, one of the men say, gosh, darn it, Rick. What are you 
do to your britches? I can't seem to get the stains out of these. This is, this is really something. And you hear the other person say, gosh, darn it, Gil. I'm just, oh, I'm so nervous. We heard stuff up in the woods yesterday. You hear Rick say, I'm sure it was nothing. It's probably not that, that big of a deal. It's, it's really not that it's, I'm sure it was nothing up there. You hear Gil say, I don't, I don't know. After those, after those weird yokels came and gave us a hard time. I just don't even, I don't even know what to think anymore. You know, I mean, they, they left us alone, but like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm afraid they're going to come back. Something about them, their weird, their weird rituals and their weird ways and their weird, their weird weirdness. And you just hear the other, the other gentleman that you've gleaned, his name is Gil now say, I still don't know what you do to your britches. I really can't get the stains out. And they're both sitting there scrubbing their clothes using like a, like a old school washboard and uh, soap. Yes. So Rick is washing his friend's britches for him? I (laughs) recount all of this back to Callie. And then I also recount to Callie that I'm going to try something. And Averin, since Averin, you're with me, I'm just like, and I would like to use my rustic, my uh, folk hero background, rustic hospitality. Okay. Uh, Since I come from the ranks of the common folk, I fit in among them with ease. I can always find a place to hide, rest, or recuperate among commoners unless I have shown myself to be a danger to them. Okay. Um, Essentially, they will help me as long as they're not risking like their own lives. Mm -hmm. So as soon as I realize Abram sees me, I make a, I pick up some dirt and I kind of rub it on my face a little bit. And then I make a huge dramatic show of bursting out of the underbrush, like, oh, man, oh, my, oh, water, oh, 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 and just like run over to the water. And I'm like, uh-huh. mm. and you, you know, Gil perks up and he's like, oh, you should probably boil that before you drink it. I think we have a water skin somewhere. Poor guy. And you see him start looking for his water skin. You shouldn't drink river water without boiling it. My cousin did that once. And let's just say his, you don't want to know what came out of his other end. That's a little ways back. I got a leech on me like the size of my arm. I just, oh, this place. Oh, do if now that I'm closer and I see their clothes, do they look like their guard uniforms or anything from Argent, like in anything that would connect them that I can see? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not even going to make you roll for it. Uh, it. They're not they're not going through any special effort to conceal it. Mm-hmm. And you notice, um, sure enough, that their garb is very similar to the garb you've seen in the city. Hey, oh, you guys are like soldiers from Argent. Oh, wow, I'm saved. I'm saved. And I very much like yell mm-hmm. back in the direction. I'm like, I found guards. I'm saved. Gil oh. gets nervous. And, or sorry, Rick gets nervous and he's like, uh, I mean, no. soldier, it's a strong word. I mean, like, uh, I guess we kind of, we kind of, uh, I know my way around a pokey end. Are you in trouble? Uh, yeah. Are those yokels after you? Cause they made us move from the wood, from that stone thing. And I really hope I, re- I, re- I would just keep it down if I were you, maybe just like bring it down. You're at like 11. We need you maybe at a three. What's their deal with like the fire? Like I caught some catfish again. Yeah, and let me tell you something, that catfish was as big as me. So that was like just a whole thing, right? Same. I well, I'm pretty sure one of them took one of my toes off, if I'm being yeah. honest. If well, I'm just being honest. And now you're saying leaky. I've been washing my clothes in this water. 
I, I didn't an, know there was leeches in this water. I have an unfair advantage for noodling because I got a metal hand, see? Uh, but, you know, so I dragged this catfish out that was trying to drag me back. And then I was, like, trying to cook the catfish. And then these dudes come along, and they're all, like, one of them had, like, this big, like, honking sword. And it was just, oh, it was Let me guess, it took your catfish, probably, right? Yeah, of course it did. Of course it did. Of course it did. Who does that? Savages so are out we here. We can just leave them. We can just leave them. These right lands now. are full of savages. In, in the mental... <laughs> In the mental link, I'm like, this is definitely them. How you guys want me to do this? But on the outside, I'm like, I'm like, yeah, man. Really would like you to know that it is definitely them. Yeah. Right. We just need to get them back to town. Really, we just need to get them back to town. Could could you guys help me get back to Argent? Oh my god. Can we help him get him back to Argent? I'm so lost. If I could, you, if you guys could just help me get back to Argent. Oh no, wait. He's talking to the other people. I would appreciate that. I mean, I mean, we could probably, we could probably, and you know, at this point, Gil speaks up, and he's like. We know the way, but I don't think we're supposed to go back yet. Why not? Is there like a plague? Have they been drinking river water? Okay. No, not anything like that. We've just got a job to do, and so we're going to sit here and we're going to do it. Well, hey, man, maybe I can help you. Like, I could always stand to make a couple coins. I'm like, I'm stronger than I look. Like, can I help you? What are you, what are you out here doing? Um, Make a persuasion check. I'm also, re- like, in my head, I'm recounting all of this. Mm-hmm. To, to... Mm-hmm. You could do this with advantage since you've kind of established yourself as somebody that. Hey. Averin is slowly losing his mind from this telepathic telephone connection. So I'm just going to just come out of the bush. Okay. (laughs) I just, I'm just going to, we're not going to assassinate these people or anything. I'm just walking forward. Okay. It was 21 on my persuasion if I get that off before. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Before Tony Stark here joins me. So, um, (laughs) you know, Gil says very slowly, well, you know, the thing is, I don't think we're supposed to tell other people about the job, but you seem like, and you see him notice Avon and be like, oh, good morning, council member. How, are, how dost thou fare this fair morn? I look at him and I'm like, is he another one of those dudes? Is he one of those dudes? And I jump behind one of them like I'm afraid of Avon. Like, I, I'm not making a fire, man. And and you see you see Rick say no 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 he's he's fine uh, your esteemed council member sir oh, and he oh. bows very very low. I mean, what is he a council member? Okay, sir. so first off, I know this might be your first time lying. I don't know what you're lying about. You're do, you're here for some suspicious reason. Can we get that out of the way? Because oh, it's not what you're particularly good suspicion? at. I, no suspicions around here, sir. <laughs> right. So here's the thing. only good, hardworking folks. Oh, how's it going? How are you? Oh man, out all the way out here, huh? I hope you weren't worried about us. There ain't nothing going on. We're fine. <laughs> yes. What is do you know the you? term noodling? What is do that? You know, do you know what that means? Uh, I've 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 gleaned I've gleaned a little bit from our, our new friend's uh, description right. of what it, it could be. Okay, and that I, is sticking your hand in the mud or the water, right? Mm-hmm. Fishing yep. around for what you're whatever waiting for something to bite, right? Well, if I Sounds stuck awful. my fist in you and I start noodling around for the truth, so how about you just tell us why you're out here in the middle of nowhere with a wagon and a bunch mm-hmm. of silver and you're. You're you're basically causing a ruckus with the locals, so we're trying to let us help you. I would like make to make an intimidation check. I would like to assist. I'm like, oh, you guys should listen to this guy. He looks serious. Yeah, 
while this is going on, Callie has continued to, to basically for Sophia's benefit, continued to like relay everything that's coming through. Mm-hmm. Um, but more and more, instead of just saying what's happening, she is imitating everybody's voice in a very eerie way. And so it's like you're getting a weird echoey a replay of everything that's happening. And uh-huh. so she says that last part that Averin said, and then back in her voice, she'll say, well, I guess at this point we should be ready to charge in and kill people. And she'll produce one of her knives. <laughs> I got a 16. Yeah, got a 16. It's sufficient. They're not, they're not very brave. And you see him immediately pale. And he says, well, 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 I don't really think I pay my taxes. I don't, I don't really think that there's any need for any of that. Uh, we could, we could have a, a conversation all civil. Like I, I pay my taxes. I'm a good citizen. I, I, I volunteered. Sophia's in the, you talk in to them. the yep. fund. Oh, no, 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 it's too late. It's too late. Oh, so we Children. were having a nice conversation. That's wonderful. You're now going to talk to my wife. Sophia's has kind of been hanging fun. back this whole time and she just walks up to them and she's like, you seem like you're very nervous, but you don't have to be. Even here, he's intimidating, but he's a softie at heart. He's really, really good council member. He does not mean to intimidate you. When, but to when, have, I, I, I don't know. He's, he's making all kinds of When she says that, that I am like, oh, she's the good cop. You should definitely talk to her. <laughs> and then go back to hiding. She's you hear Gil kind of like give up on the britches because he's been washing them this whole time and <laughs> just kind of put them down. And he's like, we should tell her we've been out here in the woods for a little bit. We should just tell her I didn't feel right doing what we did. What did you do? Uh, okay. Well, we were supposed to bring all of the silver and the vegetables to the people in the town over. It's called Kalapatar, but people call it Henge because it's surrounded by a bunch of weird henges. I don't know. I personally think the original name is poetic and beautiful in its own way. I agree. The root of it actually means Blackstone. And that root word derives from the mountain from which the shadow of which the town lies. It's actually quite a lovely place. It has red sandstone walls and quite a nice little inn in there if you go up there. I rather like delivering our deliveries there because sometimes I hang out for a little bit. I maybe dawdle from time to time. But you know, it ain't no harm, really. There's really nothing to it. I don't dawdle on my way there, and I think that's what's important. There's some good folks out there. They got a really nice barmaid that I rather fancy. Oh, so you like the people of Henge? Her name is Starla. Starla, and she's got stars in her eyes. Wow, oh, that is beautiful. Quite honest. Do you and know what her like favorite meal is? Very You know, I don't really know because I haven't gotten the courage to talk to her yet, but I have a feeling one of these days I will. Maybe during the next festival season, I'll ask her to join me in the wonderful flower dance upon the hilltops under the moonlight. That would be rather nice. Right. So why are you here (laughs) before I kill one of you? (laughs) I mean that in the nicest way. I'm more exaggerating. I'm probably not going to kill anyone, but you're here for a reason. Tell us now. Well, like I was saying, we're in charge of bringing some of the caravan trade down to the city. We usually do this about every two weeks. 
Sometimes there's grains in there. Sometimes there's vegetables in there. Sometimes there's silver in there. Sometimes there's jewelry in there. Sometimes there's even instruments in there or trinkets of all types of variety. Sometimes there's baked goods. Those are pretty cool. Once in a while, there's leathers and fishes, which is also pretty cool. I don't really like the fishes. They don't smell very good. I grab, I'm just instinctively grab Freely's shoulder again and slowly crush his shoulder in my hand. Since I'm pretending to not know him, I'm like, oh, 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 yeah, no, tell him what he wants to know. Get to the end, Gil. Just skip to the good part, Gil. Ah. Yeah, so I take the halfling's other arm. Mm-hmm. Rick cuts Gil off. He's just like, there's, there's no need for, for, for violence. We've already, we've already been threatened. Like the, 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 we didn't. So, 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 so Gil, Gil, shut up. So, so the thing is, the thing is, uh, normally we do this. This time, uh, we were approached on the road, uh, by a very strange individual who was cloaked, and uh, uh, basically, th- they told us they would give us money if uh, we just delayed, if we just waited, and 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 and, and, and honestly. That's not great uh, because because we know that this town is having a shortage of food. And it's like, oh, well, the food's the food's gone now. The food's rotted. I feel terrible about it. I feel terrible about it. But this person was scary. And they were basically like, listen, we're going to leave money on your doorstep. And you can either take it or 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 you could leave it. But you don't want to leave it. And it was kind of the same thing that you're kind of doing right now, like where, where he was kind of like all threatening and stuff about it. I've I've never gotten in trouble like that. And honestly, I could really use the money. They don't pay me that much. I feel rat. I feel awful watching all those delicious vegetables rot. I just feel aw- I just feel downright terrible about it. And and honestly, I feel like maybe you coming here is a sign because I think maybe maybe this is my chance to get out of this awful situation I found myself in. I'm a simple person. I've never broken the rules. I don't even jaywalk. Honestly, I don't even know what jaywalking is. But if I even did know what it was, I still wouldn't do it. I'm not that type of person. I once shoplifted. I I went back, gave it back, apologized profusely. I, I I couldn't even I couldn't even walk away with it really honestly. I cast thunderclap. <laughs> thunderclap or thunderwave? Uh, thunderclap. Um, so <laughs> I'm gonna make sure I'm a little ways, uh, you know, just five feet away from Freely, so he barely makes it away from this. And, okay. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna thunderclap. Though. They need to make a Constitution saving throw. Okay, I, on Gil or Rick. I want both of them. Okay. <laughs> dramatically sell it too when he lets go of me to thunderclap mm-hmm. i'm like ah <laughs> I'll okay. to the shore of the river i will i will attempt to make a constitution save it's a it's a difficulty of just 12 of oh, 12 dear. okay yeah. so callie's been hiding in the woods this whole time like keeping an eye out for everything um this could be an interesting moment that happens <laughs> okay so Rick doesn't make it and Gil does. So Gil hears the crack. And so what happens if they make the constitution save? Does it not Uh, affect them? I don't think anything happens. Um, But if they fail, they take 1d6. Okay. So Rick will take 1d6. If you want to roll damage. And it's a six. It's a full six. Okay. This causes Callie to come out of hiding with her knife and go for Gil. The one that's been thunderclapped. Uh, Rick is the one who's thunderclapped. Oh, Rick. Yes, okay. sorry. I haven't seen them yet. I've just been hearing it through the psychic link. So as soon as yeah. I hear that, yeah. I'm there with knives. Mm-hmm. Rick is the one who got rolled. Okay. He's about to. So Rick reels and he's just like, no, please. Oh, God. And Gil's just like calmly still holding the britches like he doesn't even know what happened. <laughs> and he says, I don't feel like there's a need for all that. We're 
are we under arrest? <laughs> yes, at at I best. I feel like you're supposed actually. to read our rights before you before you arrest us. Uh, I never read the bylaws, uh, Sophia. I feel do like we have to do we have to like say something necessary force. Them? Just saying, I feel like it's unnecessary force. That's all. Did you want me to go ahead and dispatch them now? Not right now. The- right now. Right now. I'm mm-hmm. I'm really on the fence right now. When, um, when I see this, I actually go towards Kelly and I act like she stabbed me, and I just fall to the ground like ah. I'm like, no, killing machine, don't do. And you hear Gil rush over to you. And he, he's like trying to find a wound and bind it with like, the like, half clean britches. No, 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 no. Just, he, just make sure. Just like, the well, come now. This feller didn't do anything. He did not just hanging that. out. You didn't have to do that. I, I have not lady. done anything yet. I've just arrived because I thought that there was fighting going on, and now I see that there is nothing but deception and loud thunder. This is disappointing. When you say deception, he looks down at you freely and he's like, What do you think this is funny? Wait, is it Gil or Rick that's near me? Gil. I'm like, Gil, Gil. And I pop my sword out of my hand and I'm like, Mm -hmm. Trying to get you out of this alive, Gil. Oh, Gil lays down on the floor too and goes, Oh no, you got me. (laughs) What's going to happen now? The world, it grows dark. I am a flower cut down in my prime. And you see him like lay down. Oh, Horatio. While I lay my head on his chest crying, I slide a hand, pickpocket him. Okay. Uh, um, ooh, that is uh, 17. I very much am like, oh, yeah. yeah. You succeed. Does he have anything on him? He has a few coins. You find a coin purse. Uh, it has about 12 gold in it. Relative, I know I just got here, but does mm-hmm. that seem like a lot? Does that seem like bribery type money or like a it, common person? It seems about a sorta? week's worth of wages. Okay. Mm-hmm. You literally I, just got to this world. You're like, that feels like a bribe. Well, what I mean is, but I've been a lot of places. I know what I know yeah. what you know. Minimum wage feels like in a coin purse. You've that is one thing I do now. <laughs> we were also <laughs> offered... Silver, like what, yeah. twenty silver, in order to do this entire job. So yeah. you, you, you yeah. at least have that to to go off of. I yeah. actually don't take it. Just if like if if, if I kind of feel it, I don't take it out of his pocket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Then I just sort of I, I just stand up dramatically and I'm like Rick, 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 Rick. You got to come back. You got to help us get Gail back before it's too late. And just tell everybody everything mm-hmm. that happened, and we can fix it, Rick. We we're gonna get you and Gail, and we're gonna go back right now. Rick is like stumbling towards you. His like head is like ringing. He's like, oh God, I knew I should have done it. I never did anything wrong in my life. And now we're going to die. Poor Gil's dead. And he's the one who washes my britches. And you see him start pounding on Gil's chest. But mm-hmm. I, I think I can help him. I think I can help him. But you, but you just have to, you have to tell us when were you supposed to go back? How long were you supposed to stay out here? Well, 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 and you hear Gil cut in and he says, we're supposed to stay out here for seven to 12 days. And who was the gentleman who bribed you in this way? I'm not really sure. They were cloaked. They were tall. They had a weird voice that reverberated quite a bit. Let me do a wisdom roll for Gil. I was about to say, I'm like, was it Avery? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, no, was it me? <laughs> My surprise plot twist. It was actually you the entire time. rolled really well. And then he kind of sits up a little bit and he says, 
You know, honestly, the weirdest thing about this person who was going to great lengths to conceal their identity was that they had marsh mud on their boots. And I thought to myself, nobody goes out to the marshes, but it was fresh marsh mud too. You know, it had that light gray color and it was all over their boots, right up to the knee. Like they'd been wading around in the marshes. And I thought to myself, well, why'd you go through all this trouble to conceal your identity if you were going to walk around with your marsh boots on? Sophia's, do you have oh. a type of butter? Oh, okay. Do you have like a butter that will like make me not? I don't uh, know if butter is always I don't know. Like something solution. like. I've been informed that butter is always a solution. It, it is a really good solution, but uh, is is Gil dead yet? Yeah. I have healed him. I know I healed him. I know I have spared his life. He's going to make it. Oh, yeah, thank goodness, Gil. You're too young. You still have to go and get the love of your life. Uh, Starla, her name is, right? He like props up and he's like, you're right. You are right. I have to get Starla. Well, thank you for not killing me, esteemed council members. I'll be sure to vote for you in the next election. And I, Rick is just like, yo, we're going to die here. We're going to die. We're going to die. Bar. I don't know. You're, you're playing like this is some kind of stage play. What is this? What are you doing? You're pretending to be dead. He's pretending to heal you. You're not dead. I'm the one who I'm the one whose ears are bleeding. I don't think I'm ever going to be able to hear again. I actually we're gonna die, Gil. Gil. We're going to die. And Gil's you're not like, going to die. I you were just a little hurt. Avery just lost his temper. I help Gil to his feet and I look at him and I say, Gil, listen to me, buddy. You got one shot at this. If you really care about Starla. Her town is starving because of what you did. You got to help us make this right. Mm -hmm. You see this dawn on him. Also, I should explain. Gil is a tiefling. Oh, that's relevant. Yeah, yeah. He's a very, very simply dressed in leathers with like two downturned horns that look kind of pathetic. Like they're like somebody melted them, you know? No. And... he looks at you with like these sad lavender eyes and he's like, I didn't even really think about that until the vegetables started turning. Well, how many days has it been? And can we go ahead and deliver these now and then go find the perpetrator of this whole plot? Everything's wrong. We saw the vegetables. Every, they were rotten. Everything is rotten. Well, yes, but the silver can still be delivered and hopefully mm. more vegetables can be procured. Right. So here's what's going to happen. Gil and whoever you are. Rick, Rick. And Rick is a halfling. Or sorry, not halfling, half-elf. All right, Gil, Rick, this is your chance to be heroes. And this is going to be a fun little exercise. So what's going to happen is I'm not going to kill you. You're going to live. I'm not sure you did it already. Huh? What? He like grabs his ears and he's like, I'm not sure you didn't already. I might be dead for all I know, honestly. If you're looking at my face right now and I'm this annoyed with you, you're still alive. (laughs) So... Sophia pinches him. Did you feel that? I did. Yes. Yes. You're alive. Oh. You're alive. I don't right. know if it's a, a buzzing or a curse, but. So you're going to help us find this person who hired you, and we're going to get more vegetables, and we're going to go to the town and give them everything they were supposed to get. That's what your job is. Because if you don't do that, I'm going to figure out exactly how much food we can make out of you. Or... See what I'm saying? So, we could give them this massive bag of catfish, and we cannot eat all of it. Uh, yeah, we can. No, actually, no. We we really can consume the catfish. That that is true. That's... Oh, that is. Whoa, you're hungry. Okay. 
You are more than welcome to give away my portion of the catfish. It's not like I can eat it anyway. <laughs> okay. Okay. I do actually look at Averin and Sophia's and I'm like, okay, so wait a second. Whoever did this just wanted to make things worse for Hinge and they were going to make a move in seven to 12 days. So who doesn't like Hinge? Who lives in the marshes? Well, the people we just met that we didn't completely kill, I'm assuming. Call right? people. The people that got very annoyed with our weird butter witchcraft. I mean, every, everybody's... If everybody's, you think about it, think about it right now. You're not in Port Argent either. They could have been making a move there. They did say 7 to 12 days. Maybe our job was to waylay you. Maybe our job was to starve a henge. Maybe they're really evil and they wanted to do both. Really, did you cast a slow spell on me? Like, are they actually talking? I mean, a haste spell. Are they actually talking this slow right now? Like, is this really happening? Hey, this is the place you chose to live, man. You just pulled me here across space and time, and I'm trying to make the best of it, okay? Okay. I didn't okay. explore. I didn't explore the. Right. the, the, the you gotta take the time to enjoy the little <laughs> things in life. I, All right, I do new a... plan. So you are not coming with us. <laughs> no, you're coming. Gil with looks us. disappointed. No, you're coming with us. I changed my mind. You're absolutely coming with us. I'm just going to grin and bear your existence, and so we're going to go to Henge. Does anyone want to go to Henge and save? Does the that town? mean we can see Starla? Yes, you get to see Starla. Hopefully, you'll have done something between here and there worth impressing her versus saying that she's been sleeping hungry for the last week because of you two. Please don't tell Starla that. That would break my heart. Then you would be lying twice. Do you happen to know what happened to the beast of Burton that you were using to transport the cart? Oh, yeah, they're tied down the river. Excellent, because I'm not strong enough to transport anything in that cart. We should go get them and we should get going because how, how far away is Hange? It's, um okay, DM speaking. It's maybe like an hour away, probably less than that because of how far you've traveled like under the under the bridge. You went the long way, but you could get there pretty quickly. Wow. So we all went like 90% of the way to this town and these two are like, all right, that's, that's, where, this is where we're going to stop. Jeez. And how, how many <laughs> days have already passed since they were supposed to Roughly arrive? a week. Yeah, it's been roughly okay. a week. Yeah. Okay. So they're technically still going to be within the 7 to 12 days when we arrive. Mm -hmm. Callie will look at Gil, I guess, and say, are you supposed to meet anyone when you arrive at the town? Or once everything is delayed, then your job is done and the, the money is just there when you get back to Argent? We usually sign up or go check in with the weird quartermaster fellow. And then sometimes he gives us stuff to send back, and sometimes he doesn't. But that's a normal thing. That's not a an extra thing that you have oh, to do because are you of talking the talking about the seven to twelve days thing. I don't know. The person just said we would know when it was time to move along. Okay. Oh, that sounds like a threat to me. Yeah, that sounds, sounds like a very... massive issue. Or very cryptic. Well, I'm assuming you're here, so I just thought we'd probably get caught or dieted. You hear Rick kind of like pipe up and he's like, the entire thing was really fishy, honestly. We shouldn't have done it. And I feel really bad about it. And, uh, and uh, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make this right. I'm going to make this right by you, sir. I'm going to make this right by your beautiful lady wife. I'm going to make this right by everybody. This is what I'm going to do. Yeah, can Rick I, on the job. Can I insight Rick? people? Yeah, go for it. Oh, <laughs> I'm just, just looking at these two like, all right, yeah, sure. Whatever. 
Uh, oh, that is that's a five. Never mind. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Nope. I, okay. I would like to do an insight. I'm I'm yes. a little distracted by the fact that I was supposed to kill them moments ago, and now now our, they're going to be heroes. Poor All Callie. Right, sure. Since our Roomba with a knife can't quite <laughs> tell what they're doing, she's just staring at them like. Mm-hmm. Freely, wrong, but... would you like to? Yeah, I can. I can. I actually also, but... did get an eighteen. I'm not lying. Okay, yeah. awesome. Wow, I've never rolled this well. So well, now you've jinxed it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, a lot, as long as one of us is right, <clears throat> you get the sense that Rick will say anything that he needs to to save his own life, but you get the sense that it's never occurred to Gil to lie. Like he wouldn't be sneaky unless it really, unless someone told him to. <sighs> They're kind of telling the truth, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Who can say? now? Now that Freely knows the whole point behind this was to make the people of Hinge suffer, like I immediately head back to get the silver because, like, I'm leaving. I'm like, bring the horses. We're taking the silver to Hinge, <laughs> and like, I'm heading back to the silver. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Let's go. Sophia's is like, woohoo! Off to Hinge. Gil goes and gets these like big Shire style ponies. They have like lots of hair on their hooves and they're very, very fuzzy. And um, he he leads them your way. I honestly feel better doing this. I usually like to do what I'm told. And he attaches it to the cart. And he's like, we did take very good care of the cart, though. And uh, you hear Rick kind of muttering as he's like walking along and he's like, Personally, the whole thing seemed fishy. Who the heck says, oh, seven to 12 days and then you'll out? Personally, the whole entire thing is either very put, poorly put together or they were going to send somebody seven to 12 days to kill us. That's probably a thing. And we're like, we're dumb. We're sitting out here on all the silver in the woods. What was I thinking? What am I or, thinking? I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll just sit out here for seven to 12 days. What's going to happen after day seven? What is it going to What could happen? They could just come out here, kill us. We, we have a silver on the road. We're idiots. We're idiots. We're idiots is what we are. <laughs> Never again. Never again. We didn't think this through. Also, the person who did the plan didn't think this through either. If you really think about it, because y'all are here. Y'all got the silver back. We got the, the vegetables are rotten. Yeah, that's true. Just didn't think it through, really. They had no guarantee we'd even go through the job, right? Well, I mean, I guess they could they could take his sort of retributive action. Retributive. Retru- retribution. Retributive. Retributive. Retributive action. Yes. They could have done that. It's crazy crazy and he likes he's like you know like he, <laughs> i saw on your face um <laughs> we're all just fascinated by these two we just want just like hmm, we're just gonna listen to mm-hmm. these two because this is amazing yeah. yeah and they they've got the the ponies all ready to go the ponies look very happy very eager to take off yeah Head. Yep. I, I know exactly how those ponies feel right now yeah <laughs> i do dig up the silver of course mm-hmm. yeah. uh gil helps you Actually, I don't want his help. I don't want either of them to help me with the silver. Okay. (laughs) Gil does not help you. Mm. I'm like, no, stay over there, buddy. Stay stay, stay over there, buddy. Yeah, no, I'm good. I got it. (laughs) You're a very hardy little guy. It's, uh, I'm very tall for a half length. Yep. And then I load it up and then I hop in the back of the cart and I'm like, ah, this is a weird one. Okay. Yep. Let's do it. Although, you know, this, this is not, this is not, I've, I've been a pickle before. I've been a mind flayer. This is not the weirdest thing that's happened to me. Let's just let's just go. Well, that's right. You did become a pickle. Are you I'm a shapeshifter? Uh... <laughs> I've heard of people being in pickles, but I've never really heard of people being pickles. You know, my grandmother makes a really good mango pickle. And this is as he's like oh, really? leading the cart away. Yeah. 
It's really tangy. Can Sophia's making really some spicy. coffee or something so he talks faster? <laughs> you can attempt to, yeah, for but sure. She's just gonna like mix Roll the few elixirs together. And, <laughs> yeah. You, can I can I please offer you some coffee? You seem kind of sleepy. Oh god. Um. <laughs> uh, give me an Arcana check. Let's do it. All right. Imagine coffee. Yes. Did you use some of your magic butter in the coffee? I I hear people do that. Oh they put yeah, butter in their coffee. the butter coffee. Yeah, this is a oh, keto yeah. keto Bullet, coffee. Bulletproof coffee out here in faint. <laughs> yeah, wherever we are. Yep. I got an eleven. Okay. Yeah, he drinks the coffee, and you notice him perk up a little, and he seems there's like a glint in his eye and a little perk in his step, and he he starts he speeds up his gait a little bit with how he's talking, but not by that much, just by a little uh, bit. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, he will, unless you guys want to do anything, he will lead you to back to the town. Okay, yeah. that sounds good. I'm not to hinge. Not I, making eye contact. I'm not being inviting. I'm not, <laughs> not asking about their day. Callie's this is hard for Rick because Rick really wants to impress you. So he's sitting next uh, to you and he tries to like, you know, give you, offer you half of a sandwich. I'm very much putting myself between... Uh, putting Sophia's between like I really do in real life with Megan. Um, I'm putting her between <laughs> me and the people I do not want to so- socially interact with. <laughs> yeah, sounds about right. Just, just <laughs> making sure I'm on the other side. <laughs> she's the she's the charisma tank. Yep. Yes. <laughs> she's going to turn to Aver and and ask him. Uh, do you think that uh, we are making ourselves targets right now? Because I feel like somebody was probably coming back to kill them, and now we are riding with them. That's fine. If they succeed, then we don't have to feel bad about it, and they're another target. So either way, I mean, I don't know. I'm trying my best. I'm trying my best here. Callie? Yes, if you, ever, if you ever get scared, here is a piece of gum. You chew it if you ever get scared, okay? It, it will help you. I appreciate that, but I can't currently chew anything. Is there any is, other way that okay. I can... It is okay. You don't you don't have to digest or anything. Just if there's a orifice in your mouth, just <laughs> put the gum in there. I do have a storage slot. Sure, thank the you very much. Gum. Take the stick of gum. Yeah. <laughs> and you Wild. don't see anything happen. It's just gone the next time you look at Callie, but you don't know the... what happened to it. Oh my god, you did not just put it in the storage cavity, did you? Callie? No, of course uh-huh. not. Kelly, yes, where'd you hi. go? No, Where... Callie's still there. The gum's gone, I mean. Uh. <laughs> it's an invisibility gum, so I need you to not eat it. <laughs> oh, then no, she's invisible because she would have put it... No, she immediately <gasps> stuck it in her storage cavity. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Um, did you just Kelly. plane shift Callie? Like, Callie come has, on, um... man, you're supposed to be better than this now. <laughs> Kelly has disappeared. Did okay, we'll just, figure out something else. <laughs> did you just make the construct disappear? Uh, she, I think the thing is still up, so you, come hear, back. you hear me in your head say, well, this is a very weird sensation. I've never been invisible before. How oh, does it feel? This is what it's like to have a conscience. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I have a conscience, and it's not invisible. <laughs> right, you can okay. see your conscience? That's fair enough. No, it's not tangible. It's kind of like my knives. It just appears usually when I need it to. I mean, Avery can see his contents. It's me. Yeah, right. So is this that why you're a shapeshifter? Do you sometimes need to be a a mind flare or a pickle in order for Avery's conscious conscience to be useful? Apparently, that would be the missing piece of the of, of the equation that I haven't accounted for up until now. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. about fifty yeah. percent certain right now that I'm actually in a cell in Avernus. 
there's i mean maybe man although actually while we're while i do actually try and like pull avrin slightly to the side as the cart's moving along mm-hmm. and i'm like you know all jokes aside somebody is trying to trigger a war or at least like distrust right. or yep something that i would normally do who someone lives in the marshes up to something so someone's trying to start a war between these two towns or create bad blood or weaken them in some way I don't know where I am, man. Who lives in the marshes? Well, the creepy f- folk, I think, right? <laughs> Is the that where the creepy folk with the cloaks? Is that yeah. where the noodles are? The, the, the creepy cloak folk. Actually, uh, DM, is that where they said they lived? I thought they said they lived somewhere else. They were cast out of Hinge, but they're not the ones that went to the marsh, are they? Um, No. From what you know geographically, they came from closer to Hinge. Oh. Yeah. Right. It's, yeah, it's someone else. Do the locals have any insight into who might live in the hinge or who might live in the marsh? Um, let's see. Do you ask Gil about it or do you ask Rick? No, I'm neither. I'm asking the council people. Oh. <laughs> That's a good question. Yeah. Do I know anything? <laughs> um, it, it depends. I feel like let's actually do a raw charisma roll and see because I feel like you wouldn't talk too much with local people. And I feel like because of that, maybe you wouldn't pick up on things like that. What was the question again? If you guys know who lives in the marsh. Mm-hmm. I definitely don't. <laughs> I have yeah. no idea who lives in the marsh. I might know who lives in the marsh. Mm-hmm, yeah. A dirty 21. Ooh. Oh, okay. So you have heard rumors and murmurs. Um, the marsh is a really dangerous place. And as far as you know, nobody of any sort of repute would live out there. It would be a punishment to send someone out there. Oftentimes, a lot of your neighbors, when you when you bring them pastries or, or you're making polite conversation with them, which Avon refuses to do, um, you've heard of people getting lost out there from time to time. The terrain is treacherous. There are a lot of beasts out there, and the land is completely uncultivable. There's there's no way to to scratch a living out there. Now, you also know that there are some rare and very special herbs and things that grow out there. And you've heard rumors of some witchy types living out there, but Ooh. you're not sure if these are real or fake. Mm-hmm. While we're riding along, uh, well, one, does Sophia tell us that, presumably? So there is um, some magical herbs in an uninhabitable land. And perhaps these people they were speaking about have been feasting on these magical herbs. And that is how they were living out there. Because I have never heard of anybody surviving out here. While we're writing, I would like to use message on Gil. So I send him a message that only he can hear and his reply mm-hmm. only I can hear. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Gil, buddy, we're about to get to Hinge. And you're going to have a chance to tell Starla everything that happened. But, you know, if you want to impress her, you got to seem like a hero, man. You got to give me something. Give me something I can use to, like, make this look better for you. Mm-hmm. Let me think. I just don't. Let me see how smart Gil is to see if he can come up with something to give you. I got a nat 20. Go, Gil! Gil's like, so I've been thinking. The the perpetrator of this would be right over there. Perfect nat 20. It is. Hey, we believe in you, Gil. Maybe it's the thought of Starla finally noticing him. Maybe it's the coffee that's got his his brain working in ways it hasn't before. But you still you see Gil kind of perk up and he says, he says to you, he says this out loud. (laughs) 
Um, Because he's not exactly sure how magic works. So he says it out loud. He turns around, you know, in the in the sort of the driver's seat. And um, he says, you know, there are those that have been trying to undermine the council since it was established. And the timing of all of this seems a little bit too good. And I don't know if it's a rumor and I don't know if it's real, but it kind of seems like everything is happening all at once. And and he like kind of stops for a moment. He says, talks of mythical beasts coming back after years, this whole business with some the drunken guard talking about a weradial. What if that's real? A famine happening? Then he says, you know, the lady I talked to, because now that you mention it, it had to be a lady. And then he stops and he's like, because she smelled like flowers and I missed it before. But now that I'm thinking and then he stops and he's like, oh, I don't want to be judgmental. Could have a common misconception. No, like a man can enjoy flowers. It could have smelled. It could be a it could be a dude that smells like jasmine flowers. And it was jasmine flowers. Jasmine flowers are the best. Jasmine flowers. flowers. I love jasmine flowers. Everyone loves jasmine. Like a hot summer's night, and she had those marshy boots, or he, I'm not one to judge, but she said something as they left. That kind of sparked my interest now that you mention it. They said the timing was important and I would know when to come back because all the pieces would fall into place. And I said, what? And she said, think of it as a smoke signal. Chuxena on the council, was she particularly tall? Yes, she's a half-orc. I he- in, Mentally, I point that out that... She was very, you know, you guys, she really wanted us to come on this mission and she's tall. So I don't know. But why would she? Well, if she hid the stuff to set this whole thing in motion and then she got us to leave because it looked like Garrosh and Godfrey didn't want us to go. I don't know. As we're hearing all of this, I, I don't know where I am in the cart. I don't even know if I'm still invisible, but I want to like take you a are. quick. <laughs> How long am I invisible for? One hour. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Callie's going to take full advantage of this and as we get into Henge, but hearing this, she's going to poke her head out and I want to take a look around and see, do I see smoke anywhere? Do I see like mm-hmm. a fire, mm-hmm. not just a smoke uh, coming out of a, a chimney, but like a town burning? Mm-hmm. Mm. Um. So you're looking back towards where you came from? I'm kind of doing a 360. It just like yeah. poked my head out back and anywhere that i can see hopefully we're close enough to argent that if there was something bad going on i could take a look mm-hmm. or penge or anywhere am i seeing something bad so yeah pillar of smoke give me a perception check okay i'm gonna use my talent dice on this one as i get 19 okay nice so with a 19 what you do see or what you do perceive on the horizon is a distinct sound of like a clanging bell in what direction? The direction you came from. Okay. And that wasn't... You have to up- be very quiet to hear it. But you hear like a very distinct, almost like a clanging bell. In the mental telepathic call, I'll <laughs> relay this to the three of them. It seems far off, though. 
that changes anything. And when I describe what I hear, what you hear is me just essentially playing back the noise of this bell that I heard. So it's almost like I've just hit record and hit play on the bell. Mm -hmm. Do any of you recognize that sound? Oh, it sounds like the bell that uh, I used to hear my mother use when it was time for dinner. Perhaps it is dinner time. What time is it? <laughs> it <laughs> it's the morning. It'd be, it would be perhaps it is breakfast time. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say it would be like like brunch time or lunch time. Mm-hmm. So what happens if that is a bell that is going off when it is not normally dinner time? From where are you hearing a bell? What's happening? Well, I don't understand. I'm here- this noise and then you hear the noise of the bell because i'm just going to play it back for you i'm hearing that coming from the direction of argent okay then we need to go back to argent immediately Mm -hmm. wow as this as you're having this conversation you're you're actually pulling up to the gate of the town and uh of, of henge and um sure enough you this town looks very different than port argent does port argent's walls are made almost out of like these old large bones of beasts long dead Whereas Henge actually rests in the shadow of a large dead volcano. At least you hope it's dead. It's surrounded by, uh, by almost like black, uh, luscious soil that has like, you know, developed around the town. And then in the middle of it, almost in like a, like a weird circle, they have this like beautiful, tall red sandstone wall. And um, the, the town, which isn't actually, it's about the same size as Argent rests in the shadow of this of this large mountain and the gates themselves are gorgeous and they're um engraved with the faces of of two perfectly opposed dragons Calaputer. it is beautiful mm-hmm. Avery, what happens when that bell goes off yeah i don't actually remember but i think it might be a warning bell i don't in think our time good. of being council members i have never heard this bell but it could also mean danger i would imagine with this uh, hopefully inactive volcano, that that is not what it means. Mm-hmm. But we were six hours away from Port Argent, so that would have to be like a deafeningly loud bell, right? Or something exactly. else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. okay. from, what you, from what you can discern, yeah. Lo- logic would say this has to be something closer. Do we see anyone in Henge at all? Well, yeah, yeah, so as you pull forward, you know, the guard recognizes the two the two drivers and he he opens the gate for you and they swing open and you're immediately hit with this beautiful smell of like spices and uh, you open up right in the spice market. It is large. It is beautiful. They're selling saffron, turmeric, everything you could ever hope for, large piles of chili powder. And uh, as you open it, you see like a, a, a dwarf come running towards you. He is he has like a big red bushy beard as as bushy as you can imagine it points out in almost every direction and the edges of it are singed and um he's wearing a a cap a big blue cap that almost looks like a santa cap like it's just kind of but it's like the style it's it's i guess maybe he took a fancy to it and he comes uh rushing towards you bristling eyebrows almost at those perfect two angles like this bristling and he says God damn it, when the guard hailed me and told me Rick and Gil were here, you're a week late. And he's like running out, angry, belly like flopping up and down as he <laughs> races towards you. And you see him like pull out like this like little stick and he just starts whacking Rick and Gil upside the head and the while they're sitting up in the front of the riding spot. 
I would like to move behind this dwarf and pull out my knife. I would look to perform the assist maneuver to make it easier to hit the two of them. Just like hold their heads in place. I'm like, no, yeah, no, I'm you, just you kind of pushing them into yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no, let it happen. <laughs> like, let it happen. It, Take oh, your lumps. That, that you just miss. hear Gil go, "Oh, what about the hero's return? I thought we would be hailed as heroes." You, you caused the problem, buddy. That's not how that works. A week late, and he's like yelling at them. You all hear in your head, Callie, who is now behind this dwarf with her knife out, mm-hmm. but you can't see her because she's invisible. And she says, would you like me to dispatch this one no, before no, he no, kills? No, 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 no. jumps. Don't. Wait, did you say that telepathically? Te- telepathically, Oh, okay, yeah. never mind. No, she, <laughs> she, is, she is hidden and she's going to take advantage of this. Are you sure? Because I can definitely kill this one and, and hide the body before yeah. anyone would know. It's totally. That's very nice of you to uh, offer that. But the dwarf is on our side, I have a feeling, and these two are not. So these two have, they deserve to get whacked by a stick. Yeah, that is an accurate assumption. So uh, let's You have martial punishment here dwarf. on the surface? That seems very cruel. I'm not feeling like it's martial punishment right now when you starve a town. Well, then we should just kill them. Excuse me, Mr. Dwarf. Uh, what is your name, Mr. And Mrs.? I know the female dwarves still can have a bushiness about them. Uh, mm-hmm. Which, uh, what are, who, are my, who are we addressing? He draws himself up to his full, his full sort of height. And as he does this, you realize he's actually wearing his pajamas. He's wearing like a robe over, you know, and it is blue as well. And it matches his cute little sleeping cap. And um, he draws himself up to his full height. And he says, they call me Roger the Red. Welcome to my beautiful city. You'll have to excuse me. These two mongrels have upset me for the last time. And he, the, bra- the stick breaks in his hand. And then he just starts dual wielding and hitting one with each of them. No, they deserve it. Get it out. Get it out. But if I could, if I may, if I may, we have visiting diplomats, Averin and Sophia's from nearby Port Argent. Here is the shipment. Someone interfered with it. Someone's trying to cause your nice city to suffer. You have your silver. The vegetables were lost. We'll get you more vegetables. We did bring catfish. Here we are. Discuss. And I literally like step behind Averin mm-hmm. and Sophia's. He he finally throws the sticks on the ground. And you you see, he almost snuffles like a hedgehog, but he's like... <laughs> Yes, you're right. Quite right. I apologize for my lack of decorum. Welcome, uh, proud diplomats, Port Argent, our trading partner and sister city. How may I make your stay comfortable and how may I be of help to you? You've come upon us and I must say rather troubling times. Sophia, you don't have food, do you? Do you have like a way of making food or like? I always have a way of making food. But I just wanted to say, Mr. Dwarf, thank you for having us. I think that Rick and Gil probably deserve the beating, but also I just wanted to mention that there's perhaps more evil power happening that has caused them to do whatever it was that they did. Oh, no, not this. Please, if I hear the word Weradile one more time, no, no, we someone will die. We a, a human a, a being will die this day. I don't think it is the Weradiles. I, th- I think it is... Uh, Something tall, right, Rick and Gil? So someone or something tall and cloaked that is responsible for this? this? Gil, this is the time where you speak up or you get more beatings. Unless you need more coffee. Gil relays the tale that he told you to Roger. And Roger listens quietly for some time and he says, this would explain a lot. This is troubling, but it would explain a lot. We've been dealing with the food shortage locally. Uh, some of our farmers have stopped working. 
They've abandoned the farms outside the walls. Talk of a wear dial. The timing seems suspect. Who knows what happens in those marshes? What if they've created some type of creature or summoned it? I thought it was all chicanery and nonsense. You know how these country folk are. They get excited about a, a, a mole rat that's larger than what is normal. They'll get excited if they see a chicken that's abnormally large. Suddenly it's the god of chickens and the coming of the chicken people. Wait, there's chicken people? Where? There's a chicken There guy? are no chicken people. Sophia, you hear a... in your head, mm, chickens. That's yeah, there's a few chicken people actually freely, but that's another place. If we find one of these chicken people, we will eat very well. Not if it's chicken feelings. <laughs> there are all kinds of ways to serve our okra. So let's see. <laughs> Callie notes that this is the second time that cannibalism has been mentioned by these people. <laughs> Not cannibalism when it's an aracocra. <laughs> I want to know Callie's narrator voice. <laughs> <laughs> Callie will remember this. <laughs> But she's still trying to remain hidden, so she'll say nothing. Do you so have you ever heard Bells in town, by the way? Big Red. What's your name? I forget. Sorry. Roger. They call Roger. me Roger the Red. Roger the Red. No so idea why. Very loud. No. I would call you my boy blue. But so blue exactly. is my favorite color. I did not know that. <laughs> what? <laughs> I haven't I lost had my, my coffee yet. I lost my thoughts. It's a weird um, day. So have you heard any bells at any point near town? No. Okay. I, I don't I'm a bit of a think loss. so. Well, we have the silver. We have tons of catfish still, I think. Right? We have like a, a bag yeah. of catfish. We Caught them last night. Yeah, they're still, still good eating. Yeah. Still it would good. help. However, we are a very large town and we have very many mouths to feed. Well, we, we need our it. farmers to go back to work. It oh, yeah. sounds like, and it do just sort of elbow Avery a little bit. I'm like, sounds like they need some heroing done to bolster the people's confidence and bravery. Everywhere we go, there's heroing. Everyone wants to hear. I know that's why we go. You know that's what happens. Like I just end up where I need to be. I just go places, Avery. And the universe puts me there to do heroing. And the universe put me here now. You're a hero. He asks you this. In the telepathic call, Callie is going to ask the three of you, find out how much the heroing will uh, will pay while we are here. I very much back in the mental link. I'm like, no, heroing is its own reward. <laughs> and then very much draw myself up. <laughs> like, yes, I am a hero. We are heroes. Uh, I guess Mendable. I used to be a hero back in the day. <laughs> but what happened? Tell me. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out that Monster hunting is a very physically grueling profession. I show him my robotic arm and I'm like, girl, same. <laughs> so is that There's only so many times uh, you can fall on your ass before it just won't take another beating. Is that how your, your beard got singed? I see that it, uh, it looks like it's a little burnt. Oh, no. <laughs> That's just from blacksmithing. It's a passion of mine a little oh, bit. Oh, you make weapons. I do. The best. You make any daggers? I can. Are you perhaps related to Barnabas Silverbeard? You see him scowl. Don't speak of Barnabas to me. What a foolish man. Oh, Distant cousin. I was about to say, that's not a no, though. Yeah, okay, all right. Okay. <laughs> distant, distant cousin, twice removed. What a ninny. I mean, like, you know, like we met like, you know, somebody else that knows him and they were like, you know, they, they didn't say like bad things about him, but they were like, he's kind of like, you know, like a little bit like a like a like a bully, like kind of like, like what's what, what's your beef with that dude? 
he comes up with one or two mining innovations and thinks he's God's gift to the entire continent. I can't stand the man. Oh, uh, yeah. He was like that in school, too. No, God. I know. Yeah, yeah. And one he- of those small, squirrely, nerdy types that you just can't stand. Avrin, you see Freely look at you like he's about to take another dig, and then he doesn't. Like, I know a guy like that. I, You know, I do have other warlocks, Freely. <laughs> I just, but he Not doesn't entirely. actually, he doesn't actually take the dig. He's like, <sighs> yeah, yeah. Just kind of keep that all inside. Keep that, keep that, keep that all inside. So we have to go kill whatever's doing this to the farmers so they can get back to work. Yeah. Which is yeah. a little bit strange since we keep on shipping food from Argent here as if some kind of supply and demand is being met by whatever this force is on the outside of town. So. Do we know about where this threat is? Are you talking about the threat to Henge? Yeah, or... no, yeah, to Henge. Mm-hmm. The thing that's making the farmers not go to work. Yeah. yeah. I won't lie to you. Killed a lot of big, scary things in my lifetime. And this one, it's strange. Some of our livestock uh, ended up mutilated. Not even eaten by like a normal beast. Just straight up mutilated. And then all of a sudden, you start hearing these stupid rumors about a wear dial. Got all the farmers spooked. Then one of the girls, Daisy, goes missing. I tried to put everybody at ease, tried to let them know that this was probably just a coincidence. They don't believe me. They're convinced there's something out there that's killing the animals and now abducting their children. When- they refuse to go back. When he says that, you see Freely's entire mannerism changes. He just hops out of the wagon. He's like, which way? Yeah, we, we don't really do. Yeah. He... Can someone who is visible ask if anyone has seen this wear dial? Do we have a description of this creature yet? Or do we think that this is completely a, a made up story by the people in the marshes trying to scare the farmers to stop them from making any of the food to cause the issues that we are now encountering? Um, How do you go about your investigation? Do you ask Roger? Or do you try to ask, like, locally? Or do you try to ask people in the in the market? I actually reply mentally, just Freely's own position. He's like, doesn't matter. Something hurt those animals. Something no, hurt those people. No, I really need to see Callie invisible walking to per- townsperson to townsperson asking. <laughs> <laughs> Robo-conscience. Yes, please. <laughs> well, if we if we leave this this dwarf and she's still invisible, so Callie will respond mentally to, to Freely and say, <laughs> Well, it only matters because it can help us be prepared for what we're going to encounter. For encountering just a, a mindless creature, a beast, that is a different tactic than somebody who has set up an entire plan in order to cause the downfall of possibly two, maybe more civilizations. Yeah, uh, it doesn't make any sense. Well, why would any monster, why would any animal not eat way kills? That makes zero sense. This I agree. Like... That's that's why I'm suspicious that this is I... actually... I mean, sometimes my cat kills things. Listen, listen, I appreciate you looking into this, but if you wouldn't feed the rumor, I'd appreciate it. Yeah, we're just going to take care of it and find out where the children are. Whatever you find out there, if you could just lie about it, that would really help. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. (sighs) No, sorry, man. No, brought you silver, though. You have silver, you have catfish, and now you're asking us to lie. Everyone's asking us to lie about something. People are in a panic right now. I've, I've been I've led this town to victory. I've led this town to prosperity over the past 22 years. My leadership is being called into question because of my lack of handling this issue. 
well, we're going to handle the issue. You're not going to lie about it. Well, how about what this? What would be so much worse is if you did, and then we called you out in front of the whole town. Yeah, that's not leadership, buddy. I mean, we could always lie about it if we get enough silver. So I might be able to arrange something. Then in our connection, I'm like, and then we kill him. <laughs> oh, no, man, I that mean, got dark quickly. Yeah. No, no, no. I didn't mean that. I didn't mean that. That's, that's just like a, you know, muscle reflex. Uh, and then we, then we take a silver, and then we tell everyone he lied. In, in the mental connection, Callie's going to say, how much longer am I going to be invisible? And can we find out how many children are missing? Probably about another 59 minutes. <laughs> going to be invisible. So you said Daisy was missing. Are there any any other kids, any other adults, anybody, like anyone else we need to keep an eye out for? No, just Daisy. <laughs> you guys, there were some dudes that we ran into out there that we super did not kill that said they'd gotten kicked out of Hinge. Like what was some guy named Georgie, some guy named Pa? Like what was their deal? wouldn't you kick them out? They're uncouth. They're drunk. They don't know how to handle themselves. They kept stirring up trouble. Layabouts. Yeah, oh, no, they're laying about. But okay, yeah, no, got it. Right, cool, great, awesome. And then actually freely starts Can't walking. Can't stand them. How many people have you kicked out of town? Because maybe they might want to be getting even with you. They would never get the motivation or get sober enough to try. And if they did, I would shove my one good foot so far up that loser's. <clears throat> There's ladies about. I will refrain. Do I remember from our fight the night before with those guys? Were they drunk? Uh, roll a wisdom check. Sure. Just straight wisdom? Yeah. All right. Only in D&D are like, are those people we almost beat to death? Were they drunk? <laughs> were they drunk? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I got 19. Yeah. As you... <laughs> As you recall now that you're like thinking back on it, you do remember that like the vague sense of a little bit of something that was maybe cooked at home on their breaths. Okay. Oh. So that checks out. You, uh, hey, uh, Red, you might want to keep, send somebody to keep an eye on the sacred circle because I, I think somebody was planning to send a big smoke signal soon and burning the place where there's never supposed to be a fire would be a good way to get some attention. So maybe like put some people out there. Because we can't go solve your monster problem and solve your, you know. The last thing we need is a forest fire in the middle of all of this. And I feel like that's common knowledge, which is mean it's probably super going to happen. So, yeah, all right, we're going to, we're just going to go do some heat. What kind of idiot would make a fire in the middle of that dry grass area in the middle of that hinge? I hope not. Someone who wants to hurt you. That's who would do that. Yeah. He looks over at Gil and he's like, you're not lying for attention, are you? I know you try to come up with these things to impress Starla, and she still doesn't know you exist. Does this cloak person actually exist? You hear Gil nod, or see him nod, and he's just like, she exists, or, well, they, it could be they. They smell oddly like, and you just hear him say, shut up, Gil. God, I can't stand these two. I would like to activate my psychic abilities, and I want to add Roger to the call. Oh, God. Okay. Um, Interesting. So I'm going to, I refresh it and I add Roger and it's not a call. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so they can. Does someone they just can... enter the Zoom call right now? Yeah. So the fun thing about Roger this... pops up with his singed red beard. It's like, oh, look, he's in here. Because like, remember, I, it's a one-on-one -on -one thing. Mm -hmm. And also I just add people. They can opt to leave at any time. 
but I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> and so I'm going to add him to the to to my mental connection. Mm-hmm. And then in his head, he's going to hear Callie say, "You should stop being so mean to him." He jumps, like startled. He's just like, "Did anybody else hear that?" Hear nope. what? Are you okay? Yes. <laughs> that was weird. Mm. He's acting very strange. Well, he hasn't had his coffee yet. He didn't say. I didn't. I haven't. I haven't oh. had my coffee yet. Would you like some butter coffee? Uh, no, thank you. <laughs> is that a Port Argent tradition? <laughs> oh, it, it is a, a me tradition. It is very delicious. You don't have to eat anything for the rest of the day. It's great. You so it's a little. It's a little oily. It's odd, but it like it is a very invigorating. So you can put a little really coconut, a little, little coconut oil in it too. Yeah, just really, yes. just kind of sets it off. Yeah, like you like God's head, and he's like, well, you know. We grow the best coffee for miles and miles around. Oh? It's like good volcanic soil. Well, perhaps uh, if you wanted to pay me in coffee instead of silver, I'd be happy with that. uh, Everybody else would definitely like some silver, though, without mentioning Callie. He, like, kind of leans back and he thinks, and he's like, I don't care what you tell people, as long as you don't add to the panic. That's all. People are scared. That's it. I would just like to see all of this simmer down. It won't panic if we. And I understand that lying sits not great with you, but if you start talking about forest fires and cloaked people and 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 cults in the marsh, I don't think I'm ever going to be able to get these people to go back to work. Gotcha. Really, you're freaking them out. It's a it's a freaky time, and I go in the direction that he pointed. Like I literally just like <laughs> head whichever way he said. Yeah. Just start walking. I'm gonna do a quick roll. Okay, yeah. So she so because like basically the way the the town is structured, like I said, there's like a there's like a circular wall, and then outside of it you see like these large flats of like black volcanic soil and little farmsteads cropped up. And um the point he's the place he's directed you to is outside the town. And as you leave the gates or you prepare to make off, you hear a very distinct bell getting louder. When we were in Millie's had... cart, did she have a did she have a bell or anything that we saw? Um, give me a wisdom check. Also, is does this sound like the same bell I heard? It does. Yes. Okay. Uh, that is not eh, twelve. Twelve. That's enough to remember. Uh, you do vaguely remember her having a bell that she had on the side of her cart. Uh, Millie had a bell, and she's the only one that knew we went this way. <gasps> Perhaps it is Millie. You said up on the gates. Is there a guard tower? Anything that gives a higher yes. vantage point? I yes. actually head up the head up the guard tower. Okay. Just look, just look. <laughs> yeah. So as you head up the guard tower, there is a half orc on duty. He gives you a little stool to stand on, so you can look over like his little nest. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> and as you stand on it, uh, sure enough, down the road you see like a little bit of dust and a, a horse moving your way. It's that somebody is clearly on. Obviously, as as soon as they get within range, I hit them with message. I let everybody else know psychically now. In fact, Callie, mm-hmm. I pointed out to you in case you can reach them further out. Mm-hmm. But I'm just sort of like literally with like my, my you got a point for message. So yeah, like, yeah. And what message <laughs> do you send? Who goes there? Are you in trouble? And they can contact you back, right? Yeah. Only they can only hear my message, and I can only hear their response. Yeah. Yeah. So, um. You hear back in your head, a little uncertain. You hear, well, this is different. It's Millie. Oh, hey. Wait, where's Bessie? And Bessie, too. They're back in town. They're not fast enough. (sighs) 
trouble. All right, yeah. I um, need your help. It's now. Right. Okay, well, come, 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 come on. You're you're close. I'll get Avery. I'll round everybody up. Mm-hmm. And I, through the psychic link, I say what I've seen and what she said and what's happening. Yeah. I'll pass that all she... along, and I will actually, just for fun, also pass it on to Roger the Dwarf before I disconnect the call from him. Okay. Okay. So the last thing he hears in 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 his head after I after I say you should be nicer to him. Also, Millie is on her way, and there seems to be trouble. Goodbye. And all right. Sure enough, you see. Wait, do, you could do something if you want to go real quick. No, no, no. I was going to get try to find a horse and start heading. Okay. Millie. She races towards you. It takes her a few minutes to get there. And uh, you do realize she's been in a panicked fashion ringing the bell. And as she reaches you all, she hops off her horse, utterly exhausted. The horse is like trembling and hot steam is basically rising off it. And she says to you all, the mine's collapsed. The entirety of it. People are trapped inside. We need help. And she like goes over to Roger and she says, I need your help, uncle. I know that you don't like my father, but I need your help and I need it now. How far away is the mine? You know that it's near her. You, you know it's near Port Argent. It's near your town. We go all the way back. Okay. And um, you see him like talking to her in hushed tones. And they're like kind of arguing back and forth about the details. Uh, I don't mean to be dwarfist, but I mean, do you have people here that know anything about mining? He looks over his shoulder and he's like, well, from what she says, they just need help. They need people to help move the rubble, get people out. If the the mine is closer to Port Argent, why did you come all the way here? We don't have enough people. Because well, we a lot would of be them are in the mine. To help. Yeah. Uh, what's the fastest way for us to get back then? Roger thinks carefully and he says, I might be able to provide you with some horses a faster way back. He seems there, a little reluctant, though. Is there any way to cut through where we were going to look for the monster to get to the mine? Well, you did find a shortcut. Um, I mean, is it either or? Is there a way that we can at least like make a cursory examination on the way through? Yeah, yeah. So you wanna you wanna go back, but you also wanna track the monster while you do so. Ideally, because maybe we roll it up on the way okay. and then get there and save for the sure. miners. Yeah, you can definitely you know, make a detour. Also known as Tuesday for us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you can definitely make a quick detour and hit up sort of the outskirts of the farming area, you'll just have to track a little bit north before you start going back east or west because you came east. Yeah. So you'll just have to go a little bit north. It'd be a little bit out of your way, but you could do it. Do they have any form of communication? Like, do they send birds or is it just like all messengers? Mm -hmm. They send messengers. I would ask Roger to let them know like send a writer directly. Maybe I guess probably Millie really to send Millie to be like helps on the way. We're coming. We're just going to go a different way to get there. Okay. Actually. Well, towns council people. Uh, it may be send whoever Roger's going to send directly. And then we make the long way and come over to help. Yeah. Cause I'm assuming it's not just us that would be going right. It's all, the whole mine collapsed. Yes. Yeah. The whole mine did collapse. And from Millie's sort of feverish uh, description, you get the idea that there are about 40 people trapped inside and many injured. I mean, the other option is those that could actually help in a, in a productive way go. And maybe some of us stay because I would be more than happy to help with the poor people trapped in the mine. But I am not very strong. I cannot slice rocks with my daggers. 
So I'm not sure what help I would be. Well, the helpers should definitely go directly no matter what. And then we take the other way to get there to try and help as well, mm -hmm. I would think. Okay. So you hatched the plan to take a slight detour yourselves and look into Henge's problem before heading back to Port Argent. I mean, if that's cool with you guys, of course. Yeah. yeah. No, that's probably the best thing to be doing. Okay. <clears throat> uh, Roger seems to appreciate this idea as well. And you see him still arguing with Millie. And he's just like, I'll send a few people along. We have our own problems and your people haven't exactly been of help. Your shipment came a week late. You see her saying, I don't know about all that. Listen, it's not time for petty squabbling now, eh? And she's like yelling at him and he's yelling back. And she's like, I know you have no love for my father, but you at least should have some for me. Do you intervene or? <laughs> no, we <laughs> don't have to. Guess it what? People may be dying. There are 40 people stuck in the silver mine. So Redbeard, stop. Send people to help. This is not a time to be petty, to be angry, or to have some kind of weird squabble with your cousin or your uncle or whatever is going on here. You need to help people. You need to be a leader. This is your oppor opportunity to be more than you are right now. If you think everyone in this town currently doesn't really believe in your leadership because you haven't been handling some kind of threat from outside your own walls, they're going to think even less of you when you decide not to help a bunch of miners who need you at this moment. Do the right thing and actually lead. I'm not going to make you roll for that. He nods and he says, you're right. This is my chance to be a better leader. And just because I feel that they've done wrong by us does not mean that I will do wrong by them. He motions to one of his men, get Millie a fresh horse so she can send word back. Rally 12 of our best. They need our help. Lives are at stake. Dwarven lives. And some other ones, too. And he, like, looks at all of you. <laughs> I'll go myself and arrange the effort. And he it says, was almost good. <laughs> <laughs> He's working on it. He's working on it. I have some experience in all of this sort of, I might be able to figure out some type of contraption to move stones or something like that. I'll go myself and lead the rescue mission. I do actually, I hit Roger with message mm -hmm. so that only he can hear me. Okay. I, and I do tell him, yeah, go help those people. This is the right thing to do, but make sure you leave someone here you can trust in case this was to draw you out. We got to split the difference here. He looks at you, doesn't say anything, but he nods. And you hear back in your head, he says, the timing is a little too good. Mm. Time to go to work. And I do just like slap him on the arm with my like robotic hand. Uh -huh. <laughs> like, all right, all right, can we go? You did the right thing. You're doing the right thing. He gives you like a clap on the back and he's like, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine it's like my metal butt. <laughs> <laughs> he is, yeah rings. he is a bit shorter yeah Dong. see you had to get a butt replacement too see he's right i have other warlocks really mm, yep but they don't Do answer you? your calls and then i turn okay uh, so are we getting horses or at this you point you can yeah uh, like to get a horse Callie will sidle up to Sophias and say, I have never ridden one of these beasts. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, it's easy. You just, you know, you dig your heel into the, the saddle and you hold on for dear life. Um, that does not sound easy in any way, shape, or form. Can Callie, I just ride? ride with, yeah. You, yeah. Can ride, you can ride with me. 
that would be good. I would free up a horse for somebody who knows how to ride this beast and uh, no one would have to be worried about teaching me in the middle of all of this because this seems like it is important. Actually, she, she could ride with me because I think between the two of us, we probably weigh the size of like a person because yeah. she's slight and I'm small. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, no, Freely, you're riding with me. <laughs> oh, good. Um... You're doubling up on two horses. Is that we're only <laughs> taking two? I have big spoon, little spoon. There's no good choice. <laughs> I want fan art. <laughs> so you're both wait so how many horses are you <laughs> yeah, how many, are we taking three or two horses I, I yeah i'm Ka- trying to figure that out myself Kelly and sophia's are on a horse together i think freely sh- sh- can handle a pony on his own and i will take a, some whatever horse can possibly handle my armor and we will ride off okay, okay. as long as the two of you are not on a horse together because the, you would murder each other by the time we reached anywhere that's also very true yeah <laughs> someone would not be on the horse at the end of it we would we would not need three horses after that okay so yeah thank you sophias i remember how you're talking about being afraid i'm not afraid but i'm definitely worried about controlling this beast at this moment no of course not you are the most brave construct i've ever seen i merely meant if you were in trouble to chew the gum but that moment has passed so just make sure you hold on tight to you or to the horse to me and the horse (laughs) (laughs) i will ideally I will do both. I will <laughs> sit behind Sophia's and I will probably death grip at least one, if not both of them. Because <laughs> reading about riding a horse and actually riding a horse are two different things. Can you grip souls? Can you just like hold on to someone's soul? I, I can for a brief <gasps> moment. Mm-hmm. And well, that's true. And then, but it's not good. No. And then it's not good for them. So no. Maybe no soul um, grappling. If you need me to, to control this horse. Yeah, maybe not. Probably freely, because the moment he can get on the horse, he goes, because he's like, people are in trouble, so he's just going to... Oh, yes, okay. I definitely want freely to go first, so I okay. they can see me in my resplendent armor coming up second. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go ahead and let you roll advantage on this check to see, because I feel like at this point, you're pretty familiar with the area around you. You've rolled really well so far, so even though you're forging into slightly unknown territory, you have an idea of where you're going And so this will just be to determine how quickly you get to your two different destinations. So I'm going to have you roll with advantage for, let's, let's just do survival again. Who's rolling everybody or just one of us? Uh, Freely because he's leading, he's sort of in the front on his horse. Uh, I'm like, so I rolled the disbelief. No, um, that uh, 16, 16. Okay. So you make it to the farmsteads pretty quickly and sure enough, everything looks completely abandoned. The houses are empty. The livestock are not in their pens. You assume they've probably been removed and taken elsewhere. And um, you notice that people have barricaded their windows and doors. It's like a ghost town out here. So as you're riding, you're just riding past like abandoned farmsteads. Do we notice any of the destroyed livestock that was mentioned? Yeah, yeah. You would see probably like corpses here and there. Sophia, can can you stop for a moment so that we can take a, a look? Of course. Did you want to pick up some bones? If that will help with the looking, I, I can definitely do that. I was mostly just interested in examining the area while we oh, were yeah, not yes, fleeing on course. a beast of burden. Of course. Oh. <laughs> I start making a lot of noise. If there's something predatory, I actually want to draw it out. Okay. Yeah. So um, I'm like very much like, whoa, man, look at this. There's just nothing around. <laughs> very much trying to give away our position. Meanwhile, okay. I'm, I'm going to take a, I want to look at this 
whatever got killed, I want to look for what might have killed it and tracks for mm -hmm. what might have come and gone from it. So as you're looking through like the remains of this like torn apart sheep, you do notice that it has been rended with no real rhyme or reason. It's almost been shorn clear in two. And any tracks besides what I would expect around a farm? Mm -hmm. Before you can start to look freely, give me a dexterity check, a dexterity save. I'm pretty quick. I find your lack of faith disturbing. Uh, uh, I have more warlocks. That is a night. You don't, though. That is a 19. Don't. It's a 19. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, freely. Your horse rears all of a sudden. You manage Ooh. to flip off and land on your feet. Mm -hmm. And before you even know what is happening, you see a maw. It is all teeth, rotted flesh, and blood come down on the hindquarters of your horse oh. and just rake. No. Uh, the beast is neighing. Yeah, Little in pole. terror. I'm like, buttermilk, no. no. Um, not buttermilk. Oh, no. <laughs> the creature. Oh, you named it. Oh, it's buttermilk. Not, yeah, it's buttermilk. Not butter oh, coffee? Buttermilk. Come yeah. on. No, it's buttermilk. Um, it, no, it thing, does, butter. does it look real or does it look like a construct? Like, do I see any metal or by, like, whatever it is, I'm about to, I'm, I'm, I'm attacking it. Yes. Okay. Um, going go to ahead and, and roll initiative. Okay. Sorry. Everybody, mm -hmm. I can get an initiative roll. Halfling luck, because that would have been a one. So what does it look like? <laughs> A maw. All um, I heard is a maw. You'll get a roll for that in a second because yeah. you've kind of been taken a little bit unawares. No problem. I very much, you know, yell out what's happening. And uh, 19. Yeah. Okay. Thanks to Halfling Luck. Otherwise, it would have been not that. <laughs> I got nine. I got a 10. I got a 16. I am last. You're first in the second round. Mm -hmm. That's true. <laughs> Was it Callie or Sophia that has 16? Callie, Callie. has a 16. Okay. And then so you had a 10. All right. So what did you want to do freely? You said you're going to attack, but you also wanted to take a look at it. Yeah, I'm, I'm particularly curious to see if this is something artificial. Mm -hmm. I'm going to lay into it either way, but I'm okay. looking, to, like, looking to see if this seems like a living thing or not. And that is a natural 20. <laughs> For your attack? Yes. Oh, Last nice. Minute. Yes. Nat 20. Yes. Uh, I'm going to Eldritch Blast it. But I'm like... Let her go uh, for 19 points of damage. Okay. Oh, God. If we had run together, one of us would be dead. <laughs> um, I still would have landed on my feet. Looking at it, it looks it looks almost like, a, like, like there's a thick film or slime on it. And it smells of decay. And from it does look like a, a large crocodile-esque shape like the maw is elongated but the rest of its body is almost obscured behind it almost well, like a pool of shadow no yeah. <laughs> well i mean i presumably they can all see this so i say it out loud talking's a free action i'm like ah, i don't know what this is it's just like a mouth and shadows but yeah. we're gonna take it down yeah oh, eldritch blast it and mm -hmm. you, it, it does like reel back very quickly and it releases buttermilk. Buttermilk is still injured and, and nays madly, you know, snorting hot air through her, through her nostrils and like reeling in pain. My gonna... movement, I get between the, the horse and the thing. So I'm like, bang, and when it drops, I hop Aww. over. Like, Let's go. Okay. And then it is Callie's turn. Freely's next to it? Yes. Awesome. I'm oh, gonna I'm knife engaged. it. Yep. Yes, that's what I need. That is the exact thing I need. I am throwing knives. First one is a 16 to hit. Okay, that hits. 
Awesome. So this will be the one with sneak attack. This is going to be 13 psychic damage as I one blade. And then I'm I'm not even really waiting to see what happens. I just produce the other blade and throw the second blade because this thing looks fearsome and awful. And I, I want it dead before it can kill another horse or a friend. Okay. So, uh, that's more. That's six, 17. Okay. To hit. That will only be five psychic damage. Okay. And I want to move around. So th- did this thing like come out of the, the woods nearby into You didn't get a chance to see. Um, it definitely got the drop on you because that's kind of what Freely was aiming for. Okay. Like it was trying to get its attention and it it did. <laughs> okay. But the woods are, are the closest place that something could have been hidden. The woods are on the other side of the road. So you're sort of in like a farming neighborhood. Yeah. Okay. All right. And then I just want to move move around so that I'm not in the same line as everybody else in case more of these things appear. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's I yeah, I'm I've learned from the wolves. I just don't want to be next to anybody in case that more of them pounce. So okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna move. So do you wanna position yourself like on like in behind it? Yeah, but not okay. in melee. I'm still gonna right, stay with at range. range. Yeah. Okay. And then the beast, the beast reels as these like psychic knives uh, dive into its flesh uh, with like this weird, almost whining sound. And you hear like a ear shattering, like shriek as it lets out this almost unearthly uh, sound. And as it does, you smell like this, the sickly smell of, of, of rotting flesh and decay. And you realize it's not the beast itself that's decaying, but it just is like almost cloaked in, and encrusted with like the entrails of everything it's it's murdered in the past three weeks um so you you, and as it opens its maw to bite at you freely you see like like just like rags of flesh and almost squirming like you know uh maggots and and all manner of like pestilence is like in its maw and it bites at you so whatever this is is not capable of digestion okay cool 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 (laughs) Right, yep. Or it's if it is a flesh hermit crab. <laughs> okay, well, let's make uh, that for DMs. I the 26. <laughs> uh, that is enough to hit me, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Also, I'm going to hellish rebuke it. <laughs> okay, yeah. Actually, I, think I am this thing going is to use my hell. reaction to get in the way. It's ah, thanks, Avery. Okay. Yeah, I am going to shove my armored body in front of Freely at that exact moment and take whatever attack. Oh, um, thanks, man. I just imagine you see Freely very much resolute, like, ah! Sabrin just jumps in front of him, clang. Math. Yeah, uh, so, yeah, that, well, it, basically, I just take the hit. That's why I use my reaction. I can do it once per okay. day. Yeah. Sabrin dives in front of Freely, and it's a good thing, because as this mock chomps down on your flesh, you take uh, 13 points of damage. Mm. Okay. And <laughs> I'm also going to need you to... Oh, well, no, it's not even a check. You are also now locked in its jaws. Like the jaws oh. crunch down on you and you are grappled. Okay. Um, and how much did I take again? Oh, God. I forgot. 13. 12? 13. Yeah, 13. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. I, mean, right. I, mean, I meant it was 11. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, I didn't write it down. I had three temporary. Damage. So, okay, I'm down to 17. All right, got it. All right. And That's then as it chunks down into you and then you you feel it you you quickly become aware of what is happening because you feel as soon as it bites you that like you're stuck you feel the metal almost give way a little bit as its teeth embed itself into it 
And then it quickly whips its tail around at you freely. Oh, shit. Okay, so <laughs> I rolled a 19. Uh, that is enough. And this time I do still hellish rebuke it. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, yay, Avery, I pow. <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, I hellish rebuke it for 15. Okay. I think I make a dex save for that. Uh, let's see. Dex 13. Yep. I don't make it. So I'll take the full 15. You hear the flesh sizzle and pop as you as you hellish rebuke it. Yeah, what does it hit me for? Eight and then seven. So 15 damage. Bludgeoning damage. And as its tail connects with the side of your head, you are knocked prone. Oh, wait, you can make a DC. Can you make a strength saving throw? You have to beat a 16 to not be knocked prone. I get exactly 16. So, hey. Okay, perfect. So you're not knocked <laughs> prone. Um, the tail collides with the side of your head. You go reeling, but you Whoa. do not fall down. You manage to keep your footing. And then it is um, Sophia's turn. Is Avern still in the mouth? Yes. So you just hear her look up in horror and she shrieks out Avern's name. She holds up her staff and pulls out some bacon bits and pours it into the dragon heads. <laughs> mouth and she kind of knocks it against the ground she's like come on you damn thing and then aims it at this monster and sprays bacon grease all over the ground okay and i think it has to make a save for that uh dex 12 yep okay is bacon grease different than butter grease is it a different flavor it just smells different okay <laughs> i love it it's both it's a little uh, i got a 13 is that enough yes Okay, so yeah. and I think every turn it's in the grease, it has to avoid being knocked prone, if I remember correctly. Or is it when it ends its turn there? A creature that enters the area or ends its turn and there must also succeed on a dexterity saving throw or fall prone. Oh, okay. So I would have done it at the end of my turn. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, Avery, it's your turn. I'm punching. Unless you want to do something else, Sophia. So if you can move or do a bonus action, I think. No, I think that's it for now. Okay. okay. Avery. I am going to use a bonus action to get three temporary hit points, uh, which is a weird armor thing you can do. Okay. So I'm going to give myself that, and then I'm going to punch it. <laughs> so I'm basically just energizing my armor somehow, and I'm just going to crack it with a thunder gauntlet right in the head because I want to try to keep it focused on me if I can possibly do so. Okay. If I do hit it, it'll have disadvantage on attacking anyone other than me, and it's 11 plus 4. That's 15. That hits. Okay. It's a four. I do okay. four points of thunder damage. <laughs> <laughs> so as you see this, this bee struggling to keep its footing in the slippery bacon oil, and you see it almost basting Averin in the oil as it's like <laughs> munching down on it. Oh, and you dear. see freely like trying to struggle to keep his footing as it like spins around and whips it with his tail. And then you see this, you hear this like thunder crack as, as you see this gauntlet come up on the other side of the mall where you see like a little bit of his body flailing and you see it connect with the side of the crocodile's head. I think that is the perfect place to call it for today. And I will, is it? I will definitely remember. Is <laughs> uh, it? Everything's going to be Perfect. fine. Perfect is strong. Perfect is strong. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Bowl, bowl cookies. This is really bad. <laughs> My bowl husband's cookies? in trouble. Let's throw some bacon grease on him. No, again. No, it's okay. No, we're good. But buttermilk is safe. <laughs> buttermilk is safe. I mean, well, I mean, if we moment, all die, buttermilk may still buttermilk, very much yeah. die. Yes. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. That's, Yay, tanking. This yeah, is a new you. experience. <laughs> Please hit me. Nothing hit like me being some in, more. inside of its maw, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. grapples. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, Because <laughs> guess who's got four hit points left? This guy. Yeah. So, no, yeah. we're good. We're good. Mm -hmm. 
We're going to do violence. It's fine. Yeah. Thank oh you God. so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for playing with me today, players. And thank you in the audience for coming through. I hope you enjoy this, this uh, adventure as much as I enjoy telling it. Um, uh, let's do some quick shout outs. What is everyone working on? And what, what are you up to, Lauren? Hi, I'm Lauren. You're, I'm the community manager for D&D Beyond. Come see me play tomorrow in another game called Beyond Heroes and follow what everybody else is doing because they're doing a bunch of other stuff. Bye. <laughs> and I know you're, you're going to talk about Electropunk at a, at a minimum. Yeah. B. Dave, who are you? What are you up to? First of all, thank you for that. Uh, yes, I have uh, a graphic novel Kickstarter that is going right now that is uh, called Electropunk Children of the Future. There you go. Got the logo. Yay. Wrong way. There you go. There you go. Um, Always branding. Uh, also, uh, this week, uh, the trade paperback for Dungeons and Dragons and Dark and Wish is either going to hit this Wednesday or next Wednesday. We just got our samples today, so it is very soon. Catch Thursday night's uh, Dungeons and Dragons and Dark and Wish. I believe the stream, I believe episode 10 is this week. I think we are coming back for season two. Yay. Friday night, catch Todd and I are me being terrible to him in an interesting change of pace on a uh, Vampire the Masquerade Anarchs of New York on uh, forward slash level up dice. No, you're incredible at it. You're incredible at it. And uh, Sundays, uh, we have one last epilogue for Long Beach by night. And then we're doing one on one shots where melee damage and I will be playing D&D one o'clock twitch.tv forward slash Q time. So nothing. So nothing. really, I'm an underachiever. Yes. Yeah. Mm hmm. God, but you need to start doing, filling your time with things. Megan, (laughs) what have you been up to? I can't follow that up. I got (laughs) nothing going on. (laughs) I'm Megan Kendrick. You can find me on Twitter as always. And I will be right here next week. Awesome. And Todd? I get the vibe that you hate doing these. No, I, I do. I do. <laughs> I, I am married. I'm married to the most beautiful woman in the world. That's Megan Kenrick, and Aww. I'm playing this game uh, tomorrow. I'm DMing Beyond Heroes for a bunch of my friends Yay. and uh, having them fight gelatinous cubes. Maybe even more. I don't know. Depends on my mood. And then I'm the creative manager over at D and D Beyond. So yeah, so I do. I make a bunch of creative weird stuff, and it's really fun. And uh, this is an amazing game. Thank you so much for again playing. I mean, running the game. <laughs> for oh, playing. yeah, of course. Thank you so much. I, I hope you all are enjoying it because I have been enjoying uh, telling it. And I'm so excited mm-hmm. to see how this next fight goes. I just want an entire I episode. It's going to go <laughs> there's, fine. There's so just, many different threads you all have been pulling at. And now they're going to come together. And and I you're going to level very soon, by the way. Spoiler alert. I'm like freaking do. out because I'm like, where do we go? Because now it's like that. It's like that Witcher Dragon Age level of like, if you go to the wrong village, everyone dies. And I'm like, huh, it I'm is like that Witcher attack. level. <laughs> You're right. Listen, as long as Rick and Gil are okay, Rick and Gil have to no, survive. They're no, they're the ones who can't. Yeah, die. no, Rick and yeah, Rick and Gil made all this happen. Like they're the ones that must not be all right. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Lauren loves them and wants them to survive no matter what. <laughs> I am uh, so amused by this disgusting monster that you've described. It's not even like eating the entrails. It's just kind of adorning itself with them. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> like some weird type. Uh, of, it's like, just accessorizing. Trophy. Yeah, yeah. No way it understands accessorizing. <laughs> Accessorizing. Accessorizing. Yes. Necessaries. Uh, I've been tested. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for joining us, all of you in the audience. Thank you, players. I had a great time. Oh, okay, um, Jasmine, we have what are you doing? Sorry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, emotes. We have like a new butter emote because Wait, apparently butter do? is a new theme. Yeah. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. I yeah. asked. We I, answered. My husband so made a butter emote. Yeah. There uh, you go. Luke so, is 
so awesome. He is. That's, we have a that makes me so happy. We yeah. have a butter emote. Because why not? Because it's the internet and sometimes you have to be silly with butter. There is, there is a butter emote. Yeah. It, the very last serious. episode got so big into butter. Like that's literally all people were talking about was butter. So now it's an emote. <laughs> and we have other emotes as well. <laughs> Thank it puts you. It on its skin. So but much. what do you have going all on? Of you. Oh, yeah. Hi. Hello. I'm that bronze girl. Um, I'm the DM for this uh, for this circus. Yeah. I'm I'm just doing my normal thing. I'm I'm streaming. I'm I'm launching a new Iron Sworn co-op campaign on my channel soon. A couple, actually. One is Death Stranding themed because I'm a big Death Stranding fan. And uh, the other one is kind of inspired by Black Adder. If you all are a fan of... I'm a big fan of Black Adder. So if you get any of those references in in this campaign, I am so sorry. It seeps into just about everything I do. Never be sorry for that. Um, (laughs) Never be sorry. Thank you so much for watching, and I cannot wait to see you all next week. Same great time, same great place, 6 to 8 p.m. right here on D&D Beyond. Have a wonderful night, everyone. Stay safe. Silver and Steel features Jasmine Bueller as Dungeon Master, with players B. Dave Walters, Megan Kenrick, Todd Kenrick, and Lauren Urban. This podcast is pulled from our live stream, which airs on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Pacific on twitch.tv slash Beyond. It's produced by William Box in association with D&D Beyond. Find out more at dndbeyond.com.